Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Along with Jody McDonald, I'm Glenn Mack now. Football Sunday, Lincoln Financial Field, 94 WIP. Eagles close out against the New York Giants. And, uh, well, what a pleasure this is because, we, Jody, we knew this guy when, and he started out as a producer for us and has gone on to uh, really being one of the lead voices on football, somebody who you really trust uh, and just love seeing him as a star on the NFL Network, Mike Garofolo. I know how busy you are on Sundays, Mike. Really appreciate you taking the time. No, you caught me on the right Sunday, Glenn. We're, we're, we're uh, in advance of tomorrow and uh, all the coaching news. Uh, that we expect to uh, to happen will be on all day long on NFL Network. So uh, no game today. So I'm so oh, I'm, good. I'm, I'm firmly planted here. So you got me on the right day. Good. So Mike, before we get to the Eagles uh, and the games and everything else, the Demar Hamlin injury really seemed to resonate around the NFL like nothing I've seen in years. I'd kind of like your your quick perspective on what it has meant to the players and the coaches in the league. Uh. Well, hold on. Let me get it. A little gremlin trying to invade the office here. Okay. You stay out there. <laughs> All right. Sorry. This is, you know, like I said, you caught me on the right day. No, but that, and listen, because I'm working from home. So, as you know, Facebook friends, and I've told you, you, you have two adorable daughters that you post pictures of. <laughs> uh, what it's meant, um, I, you know, the years of covering this game, uh, one of the things that always uh, is heartwarming and interesting and, and, uh, unique about you know football and, and and a lot of the things that we do in in life is uh, these guys going from one minute one to knock each other's heads off to uh, a minute later uh, the community um, and the reaction from the the Bengals players and the coaching staff the other day uh, to say hey we've got to go over and we've got to check on this team we've got to make the right call because these guys are not ready to play there uh, Sean McDermott immediately saying that he wanted to be at the hospital he can't be coaching this game. Um, it's it's uh, it was a, it was a uh, a sign of uh, the community of players, even when they're facing each other, and the community of uh, football folks again, even when they're facing each other. Uh, and then a couple of days later, when we knew Demar Hamlin was okay, it was back to the business side of things. Uh, to hear the Bengals upset with the NFL not enacting the rules that were on the books and instead changing them midstream, uh, you know, it's it's it was good to be back to that kind of stuff. Glenn, knowing how heavy the week started. Yeah. All right. So let me follow up in that uh, general direction. I took a call last night on my national show on CBS Sports Radio from a guy who was very critical of Roger Goodell 
not for the decisions that the league made and what they laid out and the compromise positions that they tried to come up with, the neutral site games and coin flips. No, just the fact that Roger Goodell hasn't gotten out in front of a camera and been in charge and explained everything and uh, faced reporters about why they did what they did. Is that a fair criticism, Mike? Yeah, I mean, he spoke at the beginning of the uh, the, the Zoom uh, press conference that they had, but then when they fielded questions, he did not field the questions. Um, I, I would say um, it, it's here's why. Here's why I have a little bit of um, uh, a sympathy or, or empathy or understanding for for why it would be a tough spot for him to answer the questions uh, because it's really he's the face of the other owners, right? I mean, it, it's the decision made by the 32 owners, and it was not a consensus. Uh, amongst the owners, to pa- I mean, it's this thing barely passed. Uh, I've spoken to a number of uh, executives with other teams that said, yeah, I feel bad for the Bengals, right? If we were in that spot, I'd be upset that they changed things midstream for us. Um, and there were a number of owners who not only voted against it, but also abstained, which I, I think shouldn't be allowed. Like, you should, you should not be allowed to abstain. You should vote one way or another because you're, tra- you're a body of uh, owners here trying to make a decision. So I'm, I'm not sure why that was allowed, but... Um, you know, it's 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 hard for him because it, it's not like he made. We need to explain the focus. It's not like Roger Goodell sits there and goes, "Okay, I'm going to make whatever decision I want. Everybody's going to have to deal with it." He works for the owners. His job is to get them on the same page, or at least as close to the same page as possible, with whatever, and make the decision there. And so the competition committee, which again he's not on, that's the group of coaches and executives uh, that help formulate the rules. They propose something. It was kicked to the owners. The owners voted, and Goodell is kind of the guy kind of officiating the whole thing. So uh, I'm not as upset with that maybe as the standard person because I understand how it works. Uh, but I understand that people wanted to hear from the commissioner. I guess the NFL thought, well, let's put him out there, have him make a statement, and then not answer questions, and that'll be sufficient. I guess for a lot of folks it wasn't, and I understand that. All right, let's get to the games. Let's get to the football part of it. Um, for most of the season, we've considered the Eagles the best team in the NFC, if not the entire league. They've lost their last two games. Uh, have they slipped? And in your mind, is it the injuries or is it something more than that? Yeah, well, I, it's hard to sustain that for 18 weeks. I mean, I, I, every team is going to have a lull. Um, I, I do remember the one year. This is the, this is the team that always sticks out in my mind. Uh, the year the Saints won the Super Bowl, uh, which I believe was 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they had a two-week stretch, I want to say, late in the season where – uh, all of a sudden, they were dominating and putting up points all year long, and then all of a sudden hit this low. Actually, now I'm looking back at it. It was three weeks. Uh, they lost the game to the Cowboys on a Saturday night. I remember that. That was wound up being their first loss. Then they lose to a Buccaneers team in overtime that couldn't have been that good. No, they were 3-13. and 13. Uh, And then week 17, they lose to the Panthers. I'm not sure that they played anybody in that game. That game may have meant nothing, but um, it, it, it happened. And, and usually it'll happen – a little bit closer to the middle of the season, right, where the team will hit that lull and then they'll finish strong. Uh, that Saints team certainly defied that because usually when you end that way, it doesn't, it doesn't go well in the playoffs. Uh, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, for the Eagles, I, I think today it will be against the Giants' backups and practice squad for the most part. Um, and you'll say, well, yeah, whatever. But just get that feeling back of going out there, executing, dominating. You know, I heard from some Eagles folks today who said, let's just win this game by one. I know you think we're going to blow them out, but let's just win this game. Let's just get the win. I don't think that's good enough. I, I, you, you've got to go out there and you've got to get that feeling back of we are going to dictate things. Uh, again, regardless of who it's against, just get that feeling back heading into the postseason. And I think my, my argument was even if this game meant nothing, get Jalen Hurts out there and play him a little bit. The fact that it does mean stuff, uh, mean something, allows you to get him out there to get that feeling back. I think that's a good thing that he's going to play that. You and I agree on that, Mike, because I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, they're going to miss Lane Johnson, and we all assume they'll be back for the playoffs in two weeks if the Eagles win today. They got that extra bye week. But Jalen's got to get he, – he's kind of become a rhythm-type quarterback, and after sitting two weeks, I need to see him. If they hadn't played him today and sat for four weeks in a row, I'd have major mm-hmm. concerns going into the uh, first week of the playoffs. Why should we have faith that Jalen Hurts will, after two weeks off, just come out and uh, hit the ground running? Well, interesting choice of words because uh, our James Palmer, who's covering the game for NFL Network, mentioned that don't expect it to be that same kind of run heavy or design run uh, scheme that we've seen from time to time, uh, which is fine. I mean, if, if you're facing their backup defensive line, Dexter Lawrence is not out there. I don't know if Kayvon Thibodeau is going to play, but these other guys that can create havoc, and that gives you more time to sit there and throw the football. Uh, and maybe first and second down, your your run to your running backs are picking up yardage, and you're you're, you're getting into more manageable situations. That'll help you not have to lean on that kind of stuff, not have to take those extra hits, and hopefully uh, build that uh, big lead and and get them out of the game. Um, but that's uh, to answer your question, why? Because you know, Wink Martindale, who usually loves to bring the pressure and, and really create havoc for opposing quarterbacks, is not going to have his full complement of, of, of weapons on defense. So uh, I think that uh, he'll probably not be facing that kind of pressure and not have to uh, uh, create with his legs as much and, and, and get into a rhythm, uh, make some plays, and like I said, get the heck out of there. This, this, this Giants team has not been great against the run period with their starters. So I think that that's the goal is hopefully Miles Sanders goes bananas today and he helps you build that big lead. Yeah, well, we, we often think the Eagles are going to run the ball and they don't, but we will find out. Uh, Mike Garofolo, let me ask you a couple of, of uh, league questions. Uh, let us say the Eagles do win today, do get home field advantage through the NFC playoffs. Who poses a bigger threat? Is it the, the Niners with their great defense and a rookie at quarterback, or is it the Cowboys with whom we're so familiar uh, probably the uh, 49ers. That is that is a scary, scary team right now with the way that they're. Um, first of all, with the way that the quarterbacks playing, and, and it's it's. I, I don't ever want to say that the Niners allow for a system quarterback, but what you need is a guy who makes good decisions, fast decisions, uh, and understands what you're trying to do to create for him and takes advantage of it. And he's done a terrific job. Job, Brock Purdy has of that. And then on top of that, you've got an unbelievable running game. They are using Christian McCaffrey in just the absolute perfect way since they traded for him. I, I never advocate using resources on running backs unless you get a guy who's more than a running back, and certainly he has been. So uh, Debo Samuel on his way back as well. You get two guys that you can use in, in, in a variety of fashions. Uh, you got a physical uh, offense. You've got a defense that's unbelievable. With the, the, I, I, I hear Kyle Shanahan talking about how 
Nick Bosa should be in contention for MVP, not just Defensive Player of the Year. And I, I, I'm watching that game last week, and I'm saying, all right, well, if he's the MVP, he's going to make a play to affect this game. Boom. Sure enough, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, pushed the tackle right into the quarterback, created the turnover that they needed. Um, that is, it, it, it's the, I keep saying about the Niners, that's the kind of style of, of play that travels in the postseason. Uh, so if they're traveling here, I'm not feeling, or there, excuse me, I'm not feeling great about it if I'm the Eagles. Mike, certainly we're focusing on the Eagles, but you got to focus on the opposition today. Why is Davis Webb the starting quarterback for the Giants? <laughs> I, I can understand Daniel Jones. They want to put him at risk. But Tyrod Taylor is your backup, and he's a legitimate yeah. backup, and uh, I would have been less confident about an Eagle win if he were starting today. But Davis Webb gets his first ever start five years into his NFL career. Why? Yeah, the, the Giants were um... – uh, they're very. They're keeping this one very close to the vest for some reason. I couldn't get a reason out of them. I, I got word yesterday that he was going to be elevated and play, and then uh, Ryan Dunleavy of the New York Post reported not only was he going to play, he was going to start. And the best explanation that I've gotten to this point is, well, we're going to need Tyrod potentially in the playoffs if Daniel Jones gets hurt, so we don't want him to get hurt. Now, the other thing, and it doesn't make much sense to me, but the other thing I did report yesterday was the Dolphins, who had uh, quarterback issues, uh, we're trying to get Davis Webb onto their roster off the practice squad. And he said, uh, I'll hang here because I think I'm going to play this week. So I think the other carrot for them to kind of hold on to Davis Webb was, well, you know what? Not only are you going to play, you're going to start and you can play the entire game. Um, I, you know, re- regardless, it's not a great effect on your 2022 season, but this is a guy that they like a lot. I think they can develop a little bit. So, um, if he winds up being your backup for the next couple of years, maybe you can save some money there. Then that makes sense because you're going to have to pay Daniel Jones soon, soon in some form or fashion. So I, I'm trying to figure out the bigger grand understanding. But I will say this. I think keeping Tyrod Taylor safe, because he did play earlier this season and wound up getting hurt. So I think keeping him protected is at least part of the decision here. Mike Garofolo uh, is our guest of NFL Network. Follow him on Twitter at Mike, G-A-R-A-F-O-L-O. Um, you said that uh, tomorrow you will be uh, dedicated to uh, re- reporting on all the coaches' firings, which usually happens the day after the season. Uh, that's going to open some jobs, and there's certainly a lot of speculation in this town what it means for the Eagles' coordinators, Jonathan Gannon on defense, Shane Steichen on offense. What do you see? How viable candidates do you see them? And any Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Particular place you might see them ending up. Uh, Gannon, I'd put in Houston. I mean, he was obviously the runner-up there last year, and uh, it does sound as if the Texans are going to make a move at head coach with Lovey Smith. So uh, you would think that Gannon would be highly considered for that job right there once again. Uh, Denver could be a possibility for him to get an interview. I can't Did he interview in Denver last year? There's so many interviews these days. It's so hard to track. Yeah, I don't, um, even, I don't remember, to be honest with you. It, 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 is, yeah, it used to be like teams would interview like five guys. Now it's like with the Zooms especially, uh, they can get upwards of a, of a dozen. So it's just you lose track of who's interviewing anymore. Uh, so I, I, I'd put him in contention possibly for uh, that gig. Uh, he's, he's definitely highly thought of uh, around the league. I, I, I know that his – and not willing to attack as much. I understand who I'm talking to. You're, right now. you're from here. It. Come on, your roots are here. You know. Well, I, I may have I may have spoken to Anthony Gargano about this this week and got strong pushback, uh, Glenn, from from our buddy on this one. So um, I, I I get it. I understand. Uh, but I will say that uh, you know his his ability to uh, organize that side of the ball is thought of around the league as a guy who could then run an entire operation. But listen. Defensive coaches, uh, they're, they're at a disadvantage because it's an offensive league. It's where owners want to say, I want an offensive guy who can develop a quarterback, and this way I'm not changing play callers every couple of years or whatever, which I, I've heard the pushback from defensive coaches, by the way, on that is you should be refreshing your offensive philosophy every couple of years anyway. So if you're losing your play caller, what's the big deal? We're running an entire operation as a head coach. We'll keep rolling the offense, and we'll stay fresh on offense. I think that's a great way of presenting it in these interviews, and they do that. Uh, and I also say this, by the way, the longest-tenured coaches in the league are defensive guys, Belichick, Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, it boggles the mind why these owners are so adamant, oh, we've got to hire Nathaniel Hackett and get ourselves a, 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 an offensive mind. I understand part of that was luring Aaron Rodgers, but look at him. He was one and done because he can't run the building. you got to be yeah. able to run the building. So I know Gannon is thought of in that regard as, if this year's not the year for him, I think it's coming soon. Mike, one more technical question about uh, potential Black Monday tomorrow and uh, right in your wheelhouse. The, the league is forever revamping, uh, trying to better their process of who's available to interview, who can go, who can't be talked to because their teams are in a playoff run. If the Eagles do get the win today and get the bye, does that mean Gannon and or Steichen could be having interviews on Wednesday or Thursday of this upcoming week? Yes, the teams with the buys can interview immediately. The teams that are playing in the first round, uh, they wait till the second week of the playoffs to interview. So uh, those guys would be able to get those interviews done this week. And, um, you know, teams usually do a good job of that, of, uh, you know, hey, look, let's get our preparation for what we're doing. And then you can schedule your interview around that. A lot of times they'll wait till the weekend so that they can get everything they need to do from a work standpoint during the week. And then, hey, we're going to be down on the weekend anyway, so, so do your interviews on Saturday and Sunday. And then come back to work as we prepare for the divisional round. So that's the expectation I would have there. All right, last one for me, Mike Garofalo. Uh Carson Wentz has now worked his way through three franchises in three years, lost starting jobs in all three of those. Uh, has made a lot of money over the years. Doesn't appear to be a guy who's going to walk into a starting job anywhere. 
Mm-mm. What's his future? Where is he next year? And and at home in North Dakota is a viable answer. It's a great question. He's a guy that I could see maybe sitting out there for a while. I don't know. Um, it's he's got. Um, it's 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 not a huge guarantee. I think it's like a four million dollar guarantee with the. Uh, commanders next year but you certainly wouldn't even pay that if you're moving on at the quarterback position so um he could take some time to find a spot uh i really believe that look you know frank reich thought he could rehab him uh and and get him back uh playing uh the way that he did with the eagles and 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 realized that that was incapable you know maybe you take him on if it's a, a backup situation and say well maybe let me get another shot at this without an owner that that wants him out of here for his Stance on on vaccinations and the way that he played in Week 18 last year, um, you know, let him let him just chill and reset himself. I, I just it, it's one of the great mysteries that um, he played at such a high level in 27 and 20 uh, 2017 2018. Yeah, uh, and I understand that there were injuries along the way. I understand that there were a lot of uh, mental things that uh, mental hurdles for him as well. I just cannot believe given two really good situations the last couple of years and really good. I mean, you know, playing for good offensive coaches, having uh, a a good offensive line and and weapons around him the last couple of years that he just wasn't even able to get close. It's, I have no answer for why he was unable to get even close to the player that he was. All right. Then my final question following up on that, and maybe also rubbing salt in the wounds of these two quarterbacks, which one is more likely to be the opening day starting quarterback of an NFL team next year, Carson Wentz or Gardner Minshew? <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, I'd go Minshew. I don't think I don't think either. But if you had to make me pick one, I would say Gardner Minshew. Um, I, I, I'm surprised that Minshew didn't play uh, better in these last couple of games. I mean, he played he played well against Dallas. He just made critical mistakes. Um, so I don't I don't see that. But if you if you made me pick one of the two, I'm going Minshew. Yeah, I'm not banking or betting on either one, but if I had to bet on one, believe it or not, I still think it's Carson Wentz. Mm. Well, we shall see. Mike, listen, it is always a pleasure. Love your work on the NFL Network. Uh, as we said, follow him on Twitter at Mike Garofolo, and uh, enjoy a rare Sunday with your daughters. <laughs> you got it, Glenn. Thank you, right. boys. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, Mike. Be well. There you go. Let me ask you, and I was sneaking a call here before mm-hmm. the break. Bigger threats to the Eagles, Cowboys, or Niners in the playoffs? Niners. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We know they can beat the Cowboys. They have beat them once, and I know it was without Prescott, but then the Cowboys beat the Eagles without Hurts, so it's kind of a wash. But I, I, the Niners are a whole different thing, and their defense is so, so good. And uh, don't don't take this as a guarantee that he's a multiple-time pro bowler or, at the end of the day, a Hall of Famer. Can we wait till Brock Purdy plays a bad day, has a bad game to go, oh, he's a rookie, he can't win. You can't expect a rookie, the Mr. Irrelevant last pick in the draft to step in. All this guy's done since he's taken over has gone in and played quality football better than Jimmy G, better than Trey Lance, better than anything else San Francisco trotted out as a quarterback this year. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little I – mean, he's getting my respect. I'm a little nervous about having to play Brock Purdy. Do I think he's going to go out and uh, torch the Eagles for 400 yards in the NFC Championship game? I'm not going there, but it isn't like, oh, they're going to rattle this kid. He's a kid. He can't do anything. He's a kid who does something every single week to make the 49ers win. And he's won important games, no question. Uh, let's get Rich in Connecticut up here. Hey, Rich. Hey, how you guys doing? All right. Hey, hey good morning, uh, Bleed Green Nation. 
Uh, uh, congratulations to Doug Peterson, first of all. I mean, great job for that guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all love him still, don't we? Oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You're Listen, that, right. team, um, that, that team had the first pick in the draft the last two years, won, <laughs> I don't know, how the handful of games at most, and Doug's really got him on a roll, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, Trey Lawrence, whatever his name is, uh, you know, Lawrence. Uh, won but, four um, games I, in two I, years. I just want to say, um, hey, uh, Lane Johnson, God bless you. Stay healthy. Um, number three over there for the for um, you know for the Buffalo Bills. Stay healthy. God bless them. But the thing is, our O line and will be healthier, dude. If we're healthier, we will get to the point of no return. You know what I mean? Jody, what does he mean? I have no idea. Meaning, uh, what we need to do is make sure. Lane Johnson gets healthier. He's not healthy. He's not getting healthy. No. He's going to be playing in pain. Uh, the injury that he suffered requires surgery. He's putting off the surgery to try and come back for the postseason. So he is not going to be 100% healthy. Now, he's such a gamer and such a star and a stud, you might not be able to notice it when he comes back. He may be able to play to a Lane Johnson level. But don't kid yourself, he's not going to be 100% at any point this season until after he has the surgery done. Yeah, and I'm actually not sure if, if the rest particularly helps him heal. I don't know if this is like a typical injury. I think it's just not risking hurting it more. And when he comes back, he'll kind of do whatever he can and take whatever painkillers he can to get through it. But, uh, yeah, it's that, that's that's going to be a tough one. Um our old Francisco and Bluebell is up next. Haven't talked Francisco. to him in a while. Yeah, great guy. And then uh, it's open after that. 215-592-9494. We'd love to hear from you with Jody McDonald. I'm Glenn Mack now on 94 WIP. And we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.